Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Off the Rack. I'm Sal. And I'm Tiffany. This is a comic book review show where we take the books of the past week, <laughs> recap them, review them, tell you what thought about them, and the recommended comics that are coming out this week that we think you should check out. Of course, it's also a news and reviews show. We talk about the latest topics of things that are coming out and happening in the comic book world. Um, I don't know if we have time for that, but we'll try to get we to might. it as best we Come can. On. Come on. Get that energy up. Yeah. More passion. More passion. <laughs> <laughs> More footwork. More footwork. You did it. I did. did I was it. like, is it passion or is it energy next? It's is both. it footwork? It's I know it's all things. of those things, but I wasn't sure the order. Well, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's my own thing now. Now I did that. <laughs> you did that? I did that. It was me. <laughs> yeah. So what do you got for news? Uh, I feel like there's news stuff. There's I all feel, kinds of news stuff. I feel like there's like lots of news stuff. But pick one one news stuff. I mean, there's you know, there's like there's real news and then there's like not news and that's kind of like the thing i wanted to talk about was just like the not news thing okay because there's an element that i almost wrote a, uh, made a tiktok about but you then you rejected should. it i didn't reject it so, i like, felt like excuse thinking, me it was a first draft i feel like you just needed to circle back around mm, and tighten up your your thesis you're a, you're an english guy you should know well, these the point being you know there was this uh there's this like there's this chatter going on uh in the comic book spe- sphere mm-hmm. that um i think people would love to have us share our opinions on if people were genuinely interested in that topic. Mm. But I don't think that naturally people are interested in that topic. I think that the topic is like being stoked. And I don't mean like radical uh, by like grifters who need to manufacture con like content like that, like need to manufacture rage and outrage and frustration like that. Like, Somebody took a video from like, I want to say eight or eight, like seven or eight years ago. Okay. And they like made this like clip out of it and they shared it on Twitter, which is a rapidly declining social media uh, concept that, uh, and, and they were like, this is the thing. Right. And it's like, they didn't take the thing that's obvious about it. They took the other thing, like the, the wrong interpretation of it. Right. 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 And they were like, this is, you know, our, our avatar. And I'm like, mm, probably not. Uh, but uh, these grifters like took that clip and they were like, let's make money off of it. Like, let's get people upset because like, that's how I make my money is make people more and more mad. It's very much a Marvel method of doing things. Just keeping your audience perpetually outraged and frustrated. The difference being you'll burn your audience out. So you have to keep like refreshing the audience mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they were really upset and they were saying like old comics are better than new comics. And it's like, and, and, oh, and more importantly that the comic book industry is dying. And I'm like, oh, what an original headline. I haven't seen that headline for about like three days and it hasn't been a headline like since the 1950s. Mm, mm. But, uh, but they're, they're like this, this clip from like almost a decade ago is absolutely proof positive that like my earlier connoisseur on how the comic book industry is dying is 100% correct. And mm. it better not be because like you literally make a living off of it. <laughs> like right, right, off right, of being right. mad about it all the time. So I hope it doesn't die. And you clearly don't believe it's going to die because you're not hedging your bets by coming up with other content. But, uh, Anyway, people are mad, uh, or at least certain people are mad, and they're mad by design. They're mad by like you know by by audience manipulation, right? And that's the point that I wanted to make was like I haven't seen any chatter about it. I'm not saying like because I haven't heard of it. That means that like no one's heard of it. No one's really talking about it. It means like I'm not seeing it in any spaces. Like I'm not seeing it outside of like the ones like the 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 place from which it was born. You know, right, right, right. it didn't create outrage when the clip was made in a publicly like viewed youtube video years ago and it 
continued to not, you know, create any kind of controversy or discussion, but suddenly it was manufactured by it from someone like clipping it and putting it on Twitter. Uh, but the reason why I'm like frustrated by it isn't like the, the grifters are nothing new and they're just like a part of the ongoing narrative now like and we just have to yeah they don't all wear a big red mask over their face no villains who swirl their mustaches are easily spotted but uh those who clothe themselves in good intentions are well camouflaged and uh the the the, um the point i'm trying to make isn't necessarily that like that exists Mm. like that's like saying that it's going to rain one day but uh the the point is when i see it the reason why i even saw it yeah it's because i saw comic book industry professionals being like ah (laughs) that sucks or i don't agree or i can't believe that you would say that because they wouldn't even say rhetorically i can't believe you'd say that they're like wrong and here's why Mm. and i'm like what are you doing like why are you acknowledging it like the worst thing you can do in any space where you have a vested percentage of your audience that is perpetually outraged or they are like galvanized by outrage the worst thing you can do is give them oxygen it's just, it's just genuinely the worst thing you can do. Like mm. worse than agreeing with them, worse than like, you know, it, it's, it's just don't give them oxygen and they go away. And I, I likened it to letters pages where it was like, you know, the comic book letters page was a thing from old comic books, the ones that were better than today. And uh, you know, it was occasionally you'd see like a letter of dissent. You know, somebody being like, I don't like what you did or I don't, right. I don't agree with this. Uh, and then for the most part, it was uh, it was positive, and people use that as like a way of uh, as like a litmus test. Maybe it's a way of like ch- checking the temperature on like the on the culture at large. Are people mad? Are people upset? Right. You know. But like that was a heavily curated thing. Yes. It was like it was meticulously curated, just like the the you know the editor's column or the pages themselves that house the art. Every element of the book was made specifically, curated specifically to, to drive a narrative, whether that narrative was entertainment or, uh, you know, the, 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 the masthead of the audience or of the of the, of the publisher. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 trying to do, show you like, you know, and by printing like a like a letter of dissent, you know, there's usually very carefully curated any any angry or outraged letter. Mm-hmm. It was either like thrown away or was read and gone like, well, you know, if we do have like a, a negative letter, let's put the one with the spelling errors in there. You know, really like <laughs> really take the wind out of their sails, you know, or, or, or something to that effect. And it's like, you know, why did they stop doing that? Is my point, you know, because yeah. letters pages have kind of gone the way of the dinosaur. But like the but but because you don't need a letters page anymore when you can just like tweet at your favorite creator or go to their sub stack and pay them five dollars a month and they'll just email you. Mm. But you know, with that in mind, you know, the, 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 the policy hasn't changed of like, don't give negative, you know, crazy people oxygen, you know, like don't, don't acknowledge it. Right. Right. You know, I, I remember having that argument with Mark Wade back at Baltimore comic-con many years ago. He he was, he was in a bit of a pickle one time. And, uh, and I was like, why are you, know, you, you, you ran, didn't you create basically boom studios? Like, don't you, don't you know how like a letters column is run? You didn't print every you know, insane letter. You didn't acknowledge every single member of the audience. You, you carefully curated that audience until you found like, what is the baseline of what you want from your audience. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he was like, I know, but like, you know, you can't stand, you got to stand up to bullies. And I'm like, yeah, but like, is that what this is? Or are you like trying to like pat yourself on the back? Like, and I'm not like giving way to hard time. I mean, I did then, but like, I'm saying, you know, like, don't, you know, I resist the urge. Mm-hmm. It's easier than ever to reach out to your favorite creator. And it's easier than ever for your favorite creator to be upset by something right. that somebody says, which is why everybody needs to be 
more like discerning mm-hmm. and more like measured and to be like to just take another minute i love there was an element i don't remember if it was on twitter or i think it was on youtube actually where it was like you write a comment and then you hit send and they would say something like you sure yeah <laughs> but you know that was in place of having like you know a fully developed frontal cortex that like makes you think are you sure you want to say that do that right act right, like right. that tweet that i'm just saying people need to you know people need to chill out but more importantly comic book creators need to like remember their history and be like right. yo don't just acknowledge that we just just there's a block button now. exactly you know, yeah. exactly well i'm like i've seen this like statistic floating around on the internet oh, i don't hear. know much about the source i think it's from uh pew research center okay um from back in like 2019 2020 years ago it is a little older but still within the framework it's still yeah. less than five years ago yeah, yeah 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 and again i don't really know what they were 100 percent looking for um but they did an analysis mm. and um they came to the conclusion that 10 percent uh, or that 92 percent of all tweets were from like 10 percent of users ah that huh. like you're going to see a lot of you know a certain number like a smaller portion of of people yeah yeah which i was like i don't know how much i, I don't know again i don't know how they came to that conclusion right. i don't know how much i really believe what sample study they used or, or how they were able to come to that conclusion mm-hmm. but then i did think about the fact that at the end of the day this like a lot of people like i follow are, are you know i follow some like celebrities or writers or whatever yeah. and like they do generate a lot of content and mm. like people that i personally know don't that's true. But they're on there. Right, 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 right. You know, and and so I I you know take what you read with like a like a or like take oh the majority of people on this blah blah blah. And yeah, like, the majority of people who use that service. Yeah, it's not a majority necessarily of people. Yeah. You know, it's it's a majority of people or like it's a percentage of people who are using this one thing. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And which using is, it actively. Which is the context that you need to really think about that but unfortunately like we're seeing you know as as, we, as ever you know we're seeing and, that, and like I, the erosion of of context oh, for and sure. the requirement for but that but I, I feel like that's an important thing to to remember right um, which is why another thing and that's another part of like that whole letters page thing too is yeah. that like like how many know, people take the time to write a letter and mail it to the publisher right but you've I just mean, removed that like kind of barrier yeah yeah i mean like that's always existed you know they want to cultivate that people who aren't a fan of something want to cultivate something people who are a fan of something want to cultivate like marketers want to cultivate the the appearance of something mm-hmm. um i mean like even like if you think about like skincare right sure you know it's like oh like 90 percent of people saw this result from this product yeah well if you look a lot of times those studies are st- studies di- done by the company you don't know the the by yeah, which 90 percent of the people we contacted and provided with this material yeah. saw a but result like, and that goes across both things where it's like the publisher can be like well we know that we're getting this type of feedback and hooray for us oh right? yeah and then you have people who again like if they're not a fan of something they're only going to talk to the people who aren't a fan of it and they're right. gonna be like the, the percentage of people i talked to weren't a fan of it well it's because you went to the people who you knew weren't a fan of it right? exactly like, yeah <laughs> like all my friends agree that this sucks and it's like yeah well you probably all agree with each like other if i pull my three cats at dinner time 100 percent of cats are hungry at this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it's true and that's, know, that's like, where we are like it's just you, you, you keeping that in mind at all that's times. really what it is it's that like you know taking the information everyone in my you- echo chamber thinks that this sucks and it's like yeah that makes sense that you've curated a echo chamber and now you all agree with each yeah, other like, keep, just always keep that in mind yeah. you know just in general like in any part of your life take this stuff in but like 
often with a grain of salt. Yeah. Understand like, where did that come from? Okay. Right. Yeah. And then make a decision on it. And you know, whatever decision you make, that's your decision. Exactly. But let it be your decision. Right. But, and make sure that you are having that decision. Like, you know, there are, it's, it's so important to like live and grow and experience new cultures. And more important, when I say new cultures, I don't mean like go to Europe and learn what it's like to be a German. Like, I mean, like, go out into the world and like deliberately in like involve yourself with people who you don't know you know it's like taking yourself from like middle school to high school to college or or whatever that venue might be post high school Mm -hmm. and make sure to familiarize yourself surround yourself with people who like you find interesting but not necessarily who you agree with don't like try to find out if they agree with you find out like if they're interesting i remember like it's very important to me it was very important to me like somewhere towards the end of high school that I was like, I, I remember even in like middle, like in, like in the middle of high school, like sophomore year, I was like, I was very drawn to people who were smarter than I am. You know, I was like always fascinated by them. I was interested in them and I wanted to know them and I wanted to know them because I knew that they were going to challenge me. Not like that. I was going to go on some like insane adventure or like, you know, I, I was, I was Batman. who was like, Oh, that person can definitely teach me what I need to know to, for the mission. You know, it was just like, that guy's smart. He, he what, what's his what and he, and he seems to be engaging with me yeah yeah you know maybe he sees something in me that has some kind of value that's really nice mm-hmm. but also like why and like how and uh, and i'm lucky that like now like all of my friends are smarter than me. everybody that i associate with is, is smarter than i am and that's like the that that's your goal that should be your goal is that everybody you know should be at least you should have some feeling like at least in some regard in, in some significant way they're better than or smarter than you I think so. <laughs> I agree. I'm just like, I don't, I don't No. Yeah. <laughs> I don't qualify. You, you absolutely do. But, uh, but that just also, because I fixed the sink today. You fixed the sink like... today. And I, I, I was going to, I was going to keep going <laughs> like, you know, anyway. Uh, so, you know, not, not to, not to get into like a soapbox. I know I kind of did, but, uh, but it's more like, Hey folks, like make sure to understand like digital media literacy like mm-hmm. and and it's super important and it might mm-hmm. be something that i want to teach someday you know just mm-hmm. like hey go out into the you know just don't just go in the you know, if you're a kid you know you go into like a like a older kids sphere you're going to assume that kid knows everything and they're like just as clueless as you you know but if they put on a good facade then you you know you'll march into hell with them and it's like that's it's dangerous right or die. yeah and the internet is very much like just that but on a grander scale <laughs> yeah so anyway uh, you know it, it used to be you'd, you'd go you know out and you'd find somebody like that and then like you'd go home and they'd be like oh my god the wilkins kid really like that's who you're with you know his dad like drinks paint you know and it's like oh that completely changed but like you know you're just getting information from some guy right you know or some gal from like you know timbuktu and it's like well you have no context for them. You have no idea who that is. Mm. Anyway. What um, about what about Sinister Sons? Sinister Sons? Oh, my God. That's right. We didn't talk about that. I was like, wait, you're not going to talk about that? No, I think I have to talk I about that. I think you so do. We, uh, actually, it was funny. I didn't even see it in my feed. I was given this information from a mutual colleague who showed me this and was just like, he, he, he claims he almost fell out of his chair from laughter for seeing it. And I have to make sure his name isn't anywhere near <laughs> this image that I'm about to share. But uh, we saw, folks, if you are really sad to see Super Sons go away, look, Damien and John as children, what a combo. Who'd mm-hmm. have thought? You know who did? Peter J. Tomasi. That's who thought. Peter J. Tomasi had that idea, 
And uh, unfortunately, because of the aging of John, like mm -hmm. that idea was wrenched from him. It's taken away. Or so we thought, <sighs> because coming soon, in February, we're getting Peter J. Tomasi back at DC Comics with Sinister Sons. Bad, mad, and angry at dad. It's the sons of Sinestro and Zod teaming up. And uh, yeah, folks, this is insane. And I, I think we need to talk about it because it's so funny and laughable. Right. I, I, are you a little surprised that they went with Zod and not like Lobo? Well, they've already done that. I know. Like Crush but, exists but and like, she's too young. Like, or she's well, too no, old. But it's like, and here's a son of Lobo, a secret young yeah, son. Yeah, I can imagine them actually talking about that and then being like, and Joshua Williamson being like, I'm doing a thing with Lobos, like people. You can't, you know. Zod's son works best because Chris actually exists. There's a long history yeah. of Christopher Kent. And I loved that character. Pre-John, I was like, this is Superman's son. Yeah. So now here he is, and along with uh, with 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 Sinestro's son, and uh, you know, at first I was like, oh, I don't want to see Sinestro's dad. But then I remember that Sinestro does have a kid, but uh, but they're much older, and you know, but like bad, mad, and angry at dad. Uh, the Daily Bugle. It's hip. It's now. It's it's it's, it's wow and how. That, that's what that is. That is like you know who came up with this slogan? Well, you know, I came up with it's bad or yeah, I came up with bad. But then Erickson down at accounting, he came up with mad and I got a couple lattes in it. But then angry at dad, that was all me again. Came right back with it. Now, this is just everything about this is just like, what are you doing? Like, do you really think that people are going to fall for this? Like that, that is not why people, people they didn't really... like sinister. People didn't like super sons because they were, there was a book about two boys. <laughs> Maybe this will be charming. I mean, <laughs> It's drawn by David LaFuente and it's written by Peter J. Tomasi. There will be some element of quality, but the bad, mad, and angry dad thing sucks so much. Like for me, that's I'm like, I, why I think I thought of Lobo is because that's like yeah. Lobo level mm -hmm. for me. I'm like, yeah. If you put Lobo on there, I'm like, oh, now we're doing a joke. Yeah, right, right. We're doing a joke. Like when they brought Lobo back and the book was called Lobo's Back and it was on the his back, like. I do kind the, of wish they had like the pixelated glasses on him. Yeah, like a deal with it. I think that's what they're trying to do. I think, yeah, but I, I think, want, I want the, that graphic. I know. I think they were probably worried that it would like people wouldn't understand. Um, like, first of all, bad. Okay. Chris wasn't, but here we go. Mad. Sure. Maybe he's mad. That. Maybe it's bad, mad. Like, you read it left to right. Bad, Sinatra's kid. Right. Mad, Chris. Yeah. And then they're both angry at dad right, for but, some reason. But you had mad. Mad is just a synonym for angry. So you just have two redundant you know, words for maybe, angry. Maybe it's madness. Madness! Right. One is, yeah, bad, crazy, and angry at dad. But then it wouldn't rhyme. But, like, still. But or maybe like, he's a mad lad. But oh, That's true. Like, that's he's true. just daring. Or they're just, you mad But lad. they're so mad, but also angry at dad. So it's like, but it, like, so it's like they're mad, right? But at everything. Then we narrow it down. They're dead mad at dad. Like, this is so stupid. This is, <laughs> you know what this is? This reeks of that DC contest they did where they're like, here's about seven or eight different like covers and uh, you vote for them and one of them will get a book. And then they went, Oh, oops. We accidentally like, uh, you know, uh, Peter J. Tomasi was wearing like a UPS uniform. He went into DC and he's like, here, sign for this. And they're like, okay, here you go. I'll take that package. He's like, ha ha, you signed me on for six issues of Sinister Sons. So I wish, I wish we had had some sort of like, you know, that they didn't like study your eye when you're looking at something. Mm-hmm. 
for the first time, or like, you know, when you're looking at a website, like they can track where right, you're looking at, what you're doing. Cause I really wish you had that for when I saw that because my brain was all over the place because I was like, sinister sins. <laughs> that's weird. Right. But those aren't Marvel characters. Wait, that's by DC. Oh wait, that's a sons. That's like, I yeah. think the, the, the order of operations in your brain <laughs> for how that worked. Yep. It's just, I was like, that's not Mr. Sinister. No. I mean, not that anyone was really like, I'm not worried that they're like, they'll, they'll confuse that with Sinister, but like Sinister, oh my God. Just so silly. It just, it's it's very silly. And I can imagine people being really mad at me for being like, how dare you criticize something for being silly? Weren't you just singing the praises of that Batman book about him being in space yesterday? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, last week I was talking about Batman in space being kind of fun because it's silly. This just feels like, you you like that you like those books about the boys here's here's some boys I, they won't let me do anything with john and damien anymore but here here's some here's some guys you're probably gonna love well here's like listen i'm sure you're gonna try at least one issue i mean i have to I now feel like, like i feel like there's gonna be no way i can't you're gonna have to yeah. i feel like you're definitely gonna have to mm-hmm. um it is it's it i don't know i, I <laughs> it's silly yeah, and I do like some silly things sometimes. Um, I think for me, it's it's the bad, mad, angry at dad. Angry at dad. That thing. was like that's what but really pushes it again. Over like as much as I will talk about Lobo and we'll talk about him, like I don't like Lobo. No, <laughs> and then for a lot of like, and I get why people do like him, but mm-hmm. he, I just don't jive with him whatsoever. I just have no connection to him, yeah, and no. I feel like that slogan is very him, and that's why I'm like, no, this is not for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. So. Uh, we should also mention this show is, bon- is sponsored by viewers like you. It sure is. If you're watching the show live, you can sponsor today's show by using Super Chats. Ask a question or comment. We'll be here on the show. It'll be here forever like Bryce uh, Harriet, who says, Hey, guys, Sal's right about them being uh, about there being more good comics than ever before. It's good to read after my comics broke my heart phase that we all have. It's yeah. true we do. We all get into that period and you either grow up and get and move on and then find new books or you don't. So Good, I'm glad. Uh, <laughs> Brendan O'Brien, hello, Sal and Tiffany. Are Hi. there any holiday traditions you started together as a couple or any you look forward to each year? Comic Papa always gets paid. Thank you, Brendan. Awesome, thank and you. Thank you, uh, Sam Raimi, for writing that line. For you. For me to, to co-opt. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, uh, Star Wars ornaments on a tree is very much a tradition that you started that I co-opted, and it's become... A it's part our of our tradition. Now. Our tradition, absolutely. Um, it's also like Christmas Eve. There's a very specific street we like to go up because they do like a huge like lights thing. Yep, but it's a very short street, but it's still a very spectacular. Yeah, season. it's not. But it's just like you know, we it's not go a big there. commitment to go. It's not, but like we do it every Christmas Eve. Yep. It is. They it put is up a luminaries. It's must, really nice. Must do for us. Mm-hmm. Um, what are other traditions that we do? Uh, we make sure to watch. Um, oh yeah, a bunch of Christmas specials that happen like closer to the holiday season. Twas the night before Christmas for Rankin Bass is the one that we watch on Christmas Eve. Yeah, but we watch a number of them. I try to make sure that I get like Garfield in as close to the end of the holiday season as possible because it's my favorite Christmas special of all yeah. time. Uh, and and so forth. You know, they're, they're making sure we watch those. Um, having a lot of cookies. I really liked. I, I tried to get this as a tradition. I don't think we're going to get it. Uh, but making sure that there's like cookies in boxes all over the house, so that no matter where you are, if you just reach, you can have cookies. That was the thing I that just, I really wanted. I just, I know. I just feel like that's just too much cookies because the only people who are going to eat in those cookies are you and me. I don't think that's true I because we have people so over. True. So you know. But, but uh, last year we made our own 
like mm. Italian cookies. Yes. And I want to do that again this year. I want ah, that to be a tradition. That'd be cool. Yeah, that I was love fun. That, right. Uh, and Colin Keith says, uh, comic pop. Woo. Woo to you too. Woo. Uh, it's weird. They skip the team assembly aspect of gang war, except for drew. Uh, and we just see them all together at the start. Yeah. I think that, I mean, like there's a, speaking of gang war, you know, there's a number of different, uh, gang war tie-ins. Um, it's all over the place. Everyone's talking. Well, no one's talking about it, but like gang war. <laughs> yeah. <Yay>, you <laughs> did like, it. Wait, we haven't had a war in a while. I, haven't I been know. Able to do that. Yeah. Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, so from Zeb Wells and John Amita Jr. Spider-Man gang war or amazing Spider-Man gang war. It's a tie-in to gang war. This is not the kickoff. With the Ninja Turtles. Right. Look at them. Uh, <laughs> this is not actually the, the kickoff off to gang war but it is for me because i don't care about gang war and uh i like the luke cage book. the luke cage book was cool but like i read spider-man you know or at least i try to marvel really what doesn't want me to especially with especially when it looks like this but uh you know it's 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 it it, okay so gang war um the gang war's begun (laughs) begun this gang war has and uh We see like a, a team of, you know, street, semi-street level characters all already assembled. They're dealing with like the, the turf war that's going on between like Hammerhead and, uh, and Tombstone. Like all of them. And, you know, all of them, all, you know, and more. And, and like, the rest. And the rest. And it's like, okay. And um, I don't know. It, it's just you see Spider-Man actually like being capable and effective in this book. So if you've been noticing <laughs> that, it's happening in this Um Though they also need to like, it's funny because Zeb Wells has like been all over the place. Like there was the whole like, what did Peter Parker do? And then it's like, oh, let's take a year uh, to to forget about that and not worry mm. about it. And then uh, and then we do address it, and it was like something really desperate and had to do with Mary Jane. And like, okay, well now everyone's mad about that. But then uh, he remembered that like he still wanted to keep getting paid for doing this book, and so like the book is still coming out, and he's like, oh right, like. I wanted to do that thing where it's like, what did Peter Parker do? People are mad at him about that. And Mm so like people are mad at him about that, even though we've had like two years worth of Spider-Man stories where nobody cared about that. Right. 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 So it's just like, we're all over the place when it comes to that. And and it's just like, yeah, it's, it's doing its thing. It's just like, whatever gang war is a thing that I always liked the concept of that I saw in older Spider-Man comics. Mm. But, um, I don't know. I, I, I like the idea that, like, you know, it's because of this law that came out. Like, you know, like, law. Like, it's kind of neat. Like, yeah. that is cool. Yes, I agree. Like, that's a cool premise to lead us to this point. Yes, the the, I don't, the, the theater of it, or at least the, the, the framework of it. Like, yeah. The, the Fisk, before he left, enacted a law banning superheroes in New York City. Mm-hmm. And then a superhero becomes a mayor of New York City. Yeah. And he's like, his hands are tied on this law. And so we see the heroes have to like deal with it. And the, you know, so the, the, there's a huge gang war and the heroes can't or not, or not legally allowed to do anything about it uh-huh. though they do. And uh, so because they do anyway, it's like, well, does the law I mean, like, are we even dealing with the law anymore? Like does, I know that that's like a looming problem, but they are like, in the Luke Cage book. Yes. Cause in the Luke Cage book, like, you know, everybody keeps reminding Luke, like, Hey, you can't do anything to help man. Yeah. Because like, you're a, um, you're a superhero, but you're also the mayor, and mm-hmm. I don't want to arrest you, but I will. No, it's true. Yeah, well, but like he's not going to, or maybe he'll have, he'll be forced to at the zero hour. But uh, it, it's just, I don't know. It, it's this at least feels more like a Spider-Man comic than it has it has felt. Mm-hmm. Though it does also feel like there's a lot going on, more going on than Wells can handle because the book does those does that thing that I hate where it stops. Mm-hmm. Like the book just literally goes, and then it just hits a like a page turn mm. moment, but you have to wait until the next issue to okay. see where it goes. Right. Right. And it's like, okay. Um, 
if you were looking for a respite from what's been going on, you'll probably get it. I don't feel a lot of like extra Spider-Man stuff happening. Like I doubt we're going to check in with Mary Jane. Thank God. Cause we don't need that like wound reopened. Right. You know, it's really dealing with like Randy, Robbie Robertson's son and mm-hmm. Robbie and tombstone and beetle. And you know, like, okay, that that's, that's what Zeb Wells wants to focus on from Peter's like supporting cast. Sure. Like, okay, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Like that is at least a welcome change from what we've been dealing with. Right, 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 right. And like maybe the fact that Spider-Man like, you know, beat the living crap out of the Fantastic Four and Captain America uh, will put him in a weird position where he only can team up with people like She-Hulk and Daredevil, uh, Electra Daredevil, that is, you know. And I don't know. Like This is what Spider-Man comics are kind of supposed to be. And with John Romita Jr.'s art, you're kind of like, reminded or felt like you're in familiar waters Mm -hmm. you know but it's Romita Jr. not at his best and it's a Spider-Man who has a lot of baggage it's one of those things where it's like I wonder like how much damage has been done to Spider-Man where if even if I get a good arc can I trust it can I like it right 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 right. or or am i soured on this character mm, at this okay. point oh boy um but yeah i don't know uh, you know i'm not, not obviously that's not true like there's always going to be like a good spider-man story that comes out yeah spider-man's like, like mickey mouse <laughs> but uh they, they're not going to let him go they're not going to relegate him to one book mm-hmm. but uh amazing spider-man feels more like amazing spider-man now than he had for the previous arc certainly and uh you know at least there's no rec rap mm. but like but is a book good because at least it isn't what it was you know that's 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 what that's part of the reason why i had such a problem with like uh nick spencer's run where i was like this is fine but it's it's not great it's just not as bad as it had been you know Uh, i also really like the yellow motif yeah on on, like on the logo slash spider-man's lettering i kind of kind of dig it yeah i like it you know it gives you that like caution police tape kind of mm-hmm. sign which I absolutely like. yeah it's good good graphic work <laughs> i wouldn't have noticed if i was more in love with this series um so i guess that's a win okay what are you uh what are you up to oh uh, yeah what am i up to century uh- yeah, let's talk about the Century. Century came out this week. I thought I would give it a try. Uh, Century number one, written by Jason Lowe, with art by Luigi Zagaria. Yeah. I was like, all right, let's just check in because, you know, Century's dead, man. Right. He's, yeah, but like he's been dead before. Well, they're, they're, they're very much, they're like, no, he's dead. Mm. <laughs> we'll see, though. Right? All right. Yeah, sure. Um, And uh, this story really is, uh, it's taking place um during the luke cage is mayor but i don't think it actually is tying into gang war at all but luke cage is mayor yep and jessica um is desiring to go back to work because she doesn't want to just be home with the kids okay but good like she's so she's starting up alias investigations and is this is all happening in a century book <laughs> yeah I, I opened that literally first page i'm like okay okay jessica jones let's Listen, check in with I'm, her i'm down i like jessica uh right yeah but, um, you know, like she doesn't want to be home with the kids. I was like, kids. And then like he caught Oh, the purple children. Her, yeah. yeah. Well, no, it's her kid. And yeah, then Danielle. They, and they've got one son, a purple man. Yes. And so she's like a little uncomfortable with that. But yeah, I would be. You know, hey. but like, you know, 
Luke has them for the day while she's trying to get Alias Investigations back up and running. Mm -hmm. And she's like, it's weird because I'm the mayor's wife. Mm -hmm. I'm the first lady of New York. Yeah. Like, so I don't know how many people are going to really trust me to do something for them like this. But that would be more interesting. Oh, man. I'd like to do that. I'd like to try to get in and like help out people because I like, I can't be a hero. No one can right now. Like, so let me try to do this. Right. I really appreciate this opening sequence too because like she's putting a door on her on this office yeah and she's like on the phone like uh, facetiming with with luke, luke. and there's ch- 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 chatting or whatever and um there's like this like uh, sound that occurs that like draws her out of the building but before that occur- like happens she realizes that she's got the door up and she's like the window's in backwards <laughs> she's like I- right like i can read it from mince here Oops. yeah I'm that's like, great yeah totally get that right mm-hmm. um and, and so what this story is really about is the idea is that like the century's abilities are like being distributed to random presumably right now people mm-hmm. throughout the world right and it's like just here's a person right and they're the century no and they get part of his powers mm. right and okay. like it strikes them and so it causes damage and destruction mm-hmm. and like for example um this one girl gets it and like it, you know causes the building around her to collapse so she manages to get everybody out but like she's like ah like she doesn't know what to do with herself she right. really to the situation okay misty knight is in this book too because she's like don't forget jessica jones you can't use your powers right yes yes thank you misty um and so they're gonna team up to hopefully find out more uh, about the century and because and, they they can clearly read the century's abilities mm-hmm. they use like tech to look at this girl's like last um video that she was making mm-hmm. uh and like she, they see her get the powers essentially right mm-hmm. we see some other kid get abilities as well when um someone shows up who's like hey i have like part of the century's powers too cool what did you get right yeah, and then yeah. like revealed like oh he's the villain and he's like i should just be the next century i'm just going to collect Oh, I'm going to kill you and take, take your power. Yeah. Okay. And so that's what he's doing. Right. And that, and that's really what this book, book is yeah. about. Right. It's these people and, and you got Jessica Jones and I'm like, I'm interested in the Jessica Jones stuff. I do kind of like the century stuff. The art is fine. Mm-hmm. You know, does what it needs to do. My issue is a little bit, I, I don't really know uh, Jason Lowe's writing. I think they have um, worked on some like, I want to say like more young adult sort of books for Marvel. I'm not hundred percent. I'm sure they've done other things too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just, I'm not really like vibing with the like tone of the story yeah. because it felt a little, um, I don't know. It just didn't quite have the same sort of like flow that I'm used to Yeah. for a story where like, you know, oftentimes people would just kind of say what they were feeling. <laughs> Um, that makes me feel it, angry. Well, and it could just be that it's like it's the first issue, right? You know, sometimes people have like jitters. You yes, know? absolutely. Like, start a new book, you're bringing the century back. Yeah, you know, like, there is a like, you know, not that ever, like a lot of people are like huge century fans, except for Rob Jefferson. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it could just be that. So I'm, I'm probably willing to give this another try, another yeah. another issue, because like, like I said, like I do like some of the elements here. I like the idea of there being some return of the century. Yeah, yeah. Post him being ripped apart by Null. Mm-hmm. Also, by the way, as people are getting powers, they see like random portions of the century's life. Like, okay. Century fighting Hulk. Century like ripping, I guess, Carnage and you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, or it could be the Hulk fight. I don't know. In that case, I think what you're seeing is the the fight from uh from him killing Ares in uh oh, in yeah, Siege. That could be, that but could be. Sentry usually tries to rip his problems yeah, in half. Listen, so listen. it has been Carnage, has been uh, Ares. He's been ripped in half. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you're gonna do that. And by the way, I didn't mind the tone of the book until like somebody's arm got ripped off, and I was like, oh, oh. Like we're what not. is? Like, I thought this was one tone, and it became this, and it became something else. So 
but isn't that genre bending or is that like more like oh i don't i I think i'm like i said i'm gonna give another shot we're gonna we'll see we'll see if it like kind of evens out Mm -hmm. um but there were just a couple of things it just i just didn't 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 vibe with you it didn't vibe with me didn't vibe with me um but like i said it's nice to see jessica jones doing stuff um i wasn't expecting that I just think it's very funny that I was like, I'm going to pick up a Luke Cage book. I'm going to try the Century book. And Jessica Jones is in that book. Yeah. And I'm like, apparently, I'm just like right now, unbeknownst to me, looking for some Luke Cage, Jessica Jones story. Yeah. Well, who isn't? I mean, at this point. Right? right. He's so great. Well, and again, like the two of them, you know, they they are super heroic. Right. But they mm-hmm. have such a tether to the people. Yes. Of of New York and just like you know just to, to right, the street level to, person to the, to the guy on the street person, um and for Luke to be mayor, I'm like I yeah, yeah. I, I do want a story about that. I do want a story about Jessica Jones being thrust into that world where it's just like she's used to doing her thing, and now it's like actually you're the mayor's wife, right? As well, yeah. So I'm like that's cool, but that's the story I want to see. But like, this is I, really about the century. Yeah, so I kind of like, really only want to see like a Jessica Jones being stuck being the first woman of New York. Like that'd be more interesting to me. I don't know. So like I said, I'll give it another shot, but I I don't know. This didn't really didn't really didn't really click. Didn't really click for me. Fair enough. Uh, well, I did read Transformers number three from Daniel Warren Johnson and Mike Spicer. Uh, uh, this book looked spectacular and continues to feel like a classic episode of uh, the Transformers G1 series, but also with like a modern sensibility with a, with a more adult uh, concept. This actually really clicked with me better than the last issue. Okay. Uh, continues to be fun. Um, we get some patented Daniel Warren Johnson uh, wrestling moves, but executed by giant robots is and fight each other. A power bomb? <laughs> There's no power bomb specifically, but there is a moment in which like Optimus Prime's arm is ripped off, and then he takes that arm and then he spins it at high speeds and caves someone's heads in with it, like with his own severed arm. And it's like that's kind of fun. I mean, I guess if I was a robot man, yeah, I might do the same thing, right? You know, uh, obviously, Starscream's got machinations going on. He sure. has uh, every desire to see, like you know, himself uh, raised up before Megatron. And Prime is preoccupied with this, like whole you know, preservation of life thing. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Spike's father, who's kind of like a drunken deadbeat. Uh, is trying to half-ass overparent with his son when these robots come a calling, and he's like, "All of them are bad. We got to kill them all." So, like, we're seeing, you know, the negative side of humanity versus mm-hmm. the, you know, so they're fighting everybody. They're just open fire on everybody, and uh, Spike gets uh, a stray bullet from his own father, I believe, or at the least, very least, it's his father's fault. And uh, it's we we see that echoed, like Prime sees it happen, and it like. Spike like collapsed on the cho- on the ground reminds him of the first issue or second issue I think when he steps on a uh, a deer um and he didn't recognize like Prime grew up on Cybertron the whole mm-hmm. damn planet is made of robots and metal like mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about where you step everything's huge and robots right uh so he's he, he, at some point earlier in the series you know he was taking in the splendor and awe of earth mm-hmm. and he accidentally steps on a deer and he realizes like everything here is fragile and I have to be careful and, I, and it, it's all worth preserving. So uh, that's like the parallel. And so mm-hmm. he sees spike and he's like, this is, and this is a person, you know, this is a person that can talk and think like that really, you know, and so it's a, it's a, it gets more of that like patented Daniel Warren Johnson heart that I was kind of missing. Mm-hmm. The other, the, the last two kind of felt more like, you know, work, uh more like corporate comics than what i'm like you know hoping for from a d-dubs book sure sure uh, but this is more of the you know it's a good blend we're seeing those elements kind of like 
brought to bear and I'm, I'm happy for it. Uh, I just want to look at Danny Warren Johnson books all the time. So I'm happy to get it. Right, 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 right. But again, like it's three issues in, I like it. Yeah. This is one of those, I'm not in love with it though, where you're definitely, you're following the writer and artist. The I team. am following like, You're following them over here. Cause you're not a normal transformers reader. I'm not, I'm but, not. That's like me right now. Cause again, like we don't normally do that type of thing. Yeah. We'll give it a shot at least, but like, I followed Spurrier over to Flash. Yes, you're not a Flash reader. I don't regret it right now. I'm really not regretting it. Yeah. That's also, I think, like three issues in. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you any? Yeah. Well, before we do, Hulkzilla says, uh, showing support for our favorite B-Mock, Big Man of Comics. Oh, I love that. Best wishes to you guys and the entire crew for the holiday season. Thanks, Hulkzilla, for your generosity and for supporting us, man. And thanks for the the B-Mock reference. Good call. (laughs) Heartless Fang. Hey, Tiv and Sal, trying to get back into reading Western comics. So my question is, after Hawks and Pox and Tenosaurs, what in Blaze's X-Men event reading order if I want a cohesive story? Uh, Well, I think that it's after Ten of Swords. You're pretty much going to need to read the uh, the Hellfire Gala, mm-hmm. and then uh, uh, what's the what's what Inferno. Yeah, and that will end I mean, your Hickman era. Trial and begging, you know, much no, yeah, you're good. Uh, you don't really don't need them. <laughs> no, no, no. Read the Hellfire Gala, and then Inferno will end the Hickman period of Hawks uh, of of the House of X period. And then you'll be in the in the Jerry Duggan era of X Men, and at that point, and I don't want to tell tales out of school because no, he's a resident X person, no, but free. like I'm I believe I'm, I'm okay you can this. pretty much just pick and choose. Like you can pick and choose anything you feel like reading, but it will all be connected. If you want to keep going, if you're like so invested after Inferno, then you got to read Ten Lives, Ten Deaths of Wolverine, and that will uh, open you up to the larger world of uh, of the Duggan verse. Yeah, w- uh, but you can continue to read the X Men main book. That's important. Yes, read that. Um, I would also uh, at some point read um, AXE. It's not AXE. The event. It's not technically just an X Men event, but I if you if you like what you're reading after you get out of the Hickman era and you like the you what know, Duggan's doing, yeah, and, and, and Gillen and, and all Gillen and, if, yeah. if what they're doing go pick up AXE because it's going to help to inform some stuff going forward. Yeah. And then if you don't mind taking a little detour, go check out Sins of Sinister. Trust me, you will not, You if you like, again, if you like what Gillen Ewing um, are doing, Spurrier, yeah. you will not be like astray or led astray by no, that No, that's book, true. That's, it's, just, that's, it's just a amazing yeah, read. If, if you can actually figure out how to like track what Ewing, Gillen, and or Spurrier is writing on X-Men at any given point, you will be fine in terms of it being awesome and being rewarded by good writing. It really just depends on if you want to only read the events or, or if you like, if you want to read data, gravitate data. towards certain books, yeah. because a lot of the books don't last fully throughout this Krakoan era. That's Some true. Of them do. No, but you're right. But very few of them do. Yeah. Um, and so it's really not a huge commitment. If you're like, Oh man, during like 10 of swords, I really love the Hellions. It's like, well, trust me, you don't have a whole lot to <laughs> yeah, read. Yeah, then You can read the entire series and you'll be fine. Yeah. You just read that and you'll be good. If and it's good by the way. Yeah. Or if you're just like, man, I really liked Legion of X or way of X. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You, you just, just follow jump on them. those. Like, I personally liked reading a lot of the books that weren't just the event stuff. But if you're looking for the event stuff, go Since for it. Since it's sinister. Like that's after after well, sure. ten after ten lives, ten deaths, Sinister Sinister is the next big event. After Axe, I believe. Yeah, because it's Axe and Axe then Sinister and Sinister. Then Sinister. So Sinister, yeah, read yeah. the so Axe and Sinister Sinister Sinister. 
PT Yo J O says, I need to wake up with Comic Pop comeback. You describing in detail how to fry a turkey lives rent free in my head. Well, thank you very much. Uh, that's funny. I didn't realize I did that, but uh, thank you, you very much for uh, for for checking out the show. Yeah, I need to bring that show back. I need to bring back a lot of shows. The, my plan for uh, 2023, we'll talk maybe more about it. I'd like to do like a full comprehensive, like here's what I'd like to try and do uh, show. So maybe we'll get into that. Uh, Ray Far Comic Pop, woo, woo to you woo. too, Ray. Thanks. Uh, hope you're doing well. I am. You too. Uh, I'm listening to Comic Pop while I study for finals one more year, and I'll be a teacher. Well, oh congratulations, my gosh, congrats, Ray. that's huge. Yeah, congratulations. Keep it up. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, good luck to you, my friend. You got uh, this. Dante Cook. Hi, guys. I'm at oh, the gym, wow. so I can't stay. I that's did want to say Birds of Prey is awesome. The fight between Barda and Wonder Woman is what my life needed. Catch you later. Thank you very much, Dante Cook, for your generosity. Enjoy yes, the gym. thank you so much. Make sure to drink plenty of water, get and those, we will get into Birds of Prey. Get those gains. Yeah, get the gains. Yeah. I, I don't know. I Listen, I need to like go to the gym hunger in the dusk that's not what you said you're getting into birds of prey yeah i said we will get there oh hunger in the dust number four came out this week g willow wilson on writing uh art by chris wild goose yes uh g willow wilson having described this as the hot orc book she's not wrong trust me <laughs> there is some steaminess that happens in this issue in particular oh. <laughs> um but look if you're looking for something fantasy um that like gives you like a little nostalgia for like the world of warcraft days without just being a total ripoff of world of warcraft because it's not um this is the book for you like if you like fantasy that's like you can get in like it's entry level you don't feel like you're like oh yeah. god now i gotta learn all these things for, for the cover like, if you like entry level fantasy yes but like i don't mean to like sound like it's no, being it played down but that's what it is like it's fantasy without having to be like okay well now i need to understand the like long history of these folks no trust me if you need to know something it'll be revealed in a like natural conversation yeah you know it'll be like oh okay now i understand that right but like you know, it, it's cool. It has elements of like politics because you have these, you know, the humans and the orcs and they've obviously been warring. But, oh, no, there's this third group that has shown up and they're an even bigger problem. And you just need these two groups to get over it. Right. Yeah. They have like a very unsteady treaty going on. Mm. Um, And, it, you know, with this like looming threat. Also, like the world itself is falling apart. Yeah. And it's like, well, how are we going to like, you know what I mean? Like, how can we fight a front on like you know if we don't band together yeah. but, you know maybe some folk aren't down for that so it's cool i really like it i love wild goose art it, it, i love the world building that they're both doing you know willow with her storytelling wild goose with his designs and just the world itself just just really fun not something i normally would be like oh man i do love me some fantasy um but i, I typically if i'm going to read it as a book i tend to grab for a trade, trade yeah. but i'm really enjoying this like week or month to month and i tell you right now you're probably going to love this uh in a trade if you haven't already um started on this book but again we're only a few issues in it's four issues um but it will be got to six i believe right now yeah so like if you are thinking about getting this for trade, let your local comic book store know that they want to grab this because I'm, I'm telling you, if you know someone who loves fantasy and maybe they're kind of interested in comics, I think this is going to be a great pick for them. I agree. So, yeah. Or for yourself. Yeah. Uh, Dante, uh, Ray Farr returns to say, I know art is subjective, but I think this thumbnail is indicative of J.R. Jr. current art, a stern, beautiful, and powerful Shiolk and a wide Electra. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. The, the Electra thing was weird because at some point throughout that issue in particular, it went from she looks like Daredevil to it's just Electra with a D on her chest. And I'm like, okay. All right. All right, Junior. Maybe she just changed. Uh, Alex Sanchez. Tomasi has my loyalty, at least for one arc of Sinister Sons before his awesome Superman run <laughs> and Super Sons. He's a great 
writes he's a great at uh, writing yeah i agree she, he's a great writer uh I, he ain't getting an arc from me we will be getting one issued we'll see I, listen goes. i appreciate you know you know if someone if listen if you're someone who wants to follow a writer i appreciate yeah, that like, i'm gonna at least give it one arc i right. appreciate that especially if you're pre-ordering <laughs> exactly uh cj hall uh comp woo uh, happy uh hanukkah love the honest oh. take on fandom that's right happy hanukkah to those hanukkah, of us who are sure. uh you know of that persuasion i suppose who celebrate who celebrate that's it yes it's, um, it's a festival of light that's right it is i was brought it was brought to my attention that there are there are a lot of cultures who have festivals of light and it's like a cool thing where it's like we have all these different celebrations across the world with all different traditions and maybe at different times but there's something about light in the darkness especially around this time of year yes. because you know being the shortest the short days, days of the year yeah like there's something about light that kind of like brings us all together and i'm like that's really cool yeah anyway moving i agree, on. I agree. <laughs> Thank you, CJ, and welcome. Uh, as Ray, uh, more money. Cassell loves a Garfield Christmas. Thank you very, very much. Very nice. We do love a Garfield Christmas. It's my favorite Christmas special. Mm -hmm. uh, and Cora Valentine, thank you for your generosity, saying C-pop, yeah, been loving the new anthology Marvel Zombie series. Also, Defenders Tournament of Heroes arc is one of the goofiest things I've read. Uh, would love to see a back issues on it. Thanks for the good vibes. Well, thank you very much, Cora, and Thanks welcome so to the much. show. Yes. Thanks for your generosity. I'll have to read the Defenders Tournament of Heroes. And I, I have not. And I've wanted. If you're talking about the anthology being the um. What was it black, white, and red? Uh, I don't know. It was just a zombies book. Yeah, but there is like one that's like I think it's black, white, and red zombies. Mm. And I haven't had a chance. I kind of want to jump into that. Someone asked in chat though what the comic. If you're talking about the comic that I was just talking about, that was um, the the dawn and the uh, the hunger and the dusk. Yes, hunger and the dusk. I was like dawn and dusk. The hunger and the dusk. Um, it's from IDW. Yeah. Uh, so we've got more going on here. Uh, well, I we, guess we got more. Good. Yeah, I could talk about Birds of Prey number four from Kelly Thompson with art by Leonardo Romero. Uh, we see the birds have invaded, have uh, infiltrated the mascara to get Sin back to Black Canary. Uh, they have caught the attention of uh, Wonder Woman, and uh, folk get arrested. Wonder Woman fights a number of characters, including Big Barda, on this uh, that is depicted on the cover, and. Uh, you know, is it awesome? It's awesome. It's okay. it's, it's a gorgeous looking is, book. I have to get into this book. Yes, you would love it. I have to. You would love it the most. Uh, it's a great series that is uh, respectful of all characters. It is both uh, awesome, distinctly feminine, and distinctly feminine, but also doesn't like. It's not like that is a turnoff, or it is only for one particular persuasion. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like it, you can feel that like Kelly Thompson is celebrating femininity mm -hmm. in all of its various elements like harley quinn depicts a version you know cassandra kane has one mm -hmm. uh you know like they, all these different women uh just displaying who they are and how powerful they can be and how how interesting they are as characters uh it, it's a fantastic series and mm. uh, it is it absolutely justifies its existence but more importantly it's just a fun read it's definitely worth reading uh, if you haven't already checked out this series um the art from uh romero uh, continues to evoke a kind of uh, Darwin Cookian style without okay. being uh, derivative in any way. It's very mm. much his own style. Uh, Jordi Belair does the colors, and she's going for something. I'm not loving the colors. It, it's going for something. What If you see the cover... That's the color scheme that we're going. Oh, with. it's pulpy. It's very pulpy. It but does. It, it wants to go in that style. I don't know if I get pulp as much as I'm just kind of like wishing it were more traditional yeah but i feel like if they did go in a more traditional style it might lose something so i'm mm -hmm. glad we have the book in its I current like the incarnation cover colors quite a bit well then you would love the interiors because really, they're very much matching i that. like it i like um, it yeah so it, it's a, it's a high recommend for me birds of prey number four All right, okay. um cool. we have x-men 
Yeah. We haven't talked about X-Men in a while and I'm very happy. I saw somebody made a joke about this where they, uh, um, you know, cause it's, it's Doom's return and how it's that's it's, right. It's Doom. 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 What was the joke? Mm. Okay. <laughs> Sex with number 29 written by Jerry Duggan with our fight. Uh, Josh Kassara. Uh, I feel like last time or last issue, I was a little like, uh, soft on the Kasara art for this book because I yes. like Kasara and other stuff. I really liked it in this issue. Oh yeah, good. Uh, in particular, uh, I don't know if it's just you know finding the the tone or what. Um, but yes, this is Doom's return uh, to dealing with the X Men. Uh, we start like in the past. We go, let's go back. Let's go back. Right. Yeah. What are we going back to? We're going back to. By the way, this is like this is such a, a great thing to do, but also like. Oh, <laughs> it's like back to the beginning, right before um, Charles broadcast to the world about Krakoa in yes. the first place. Yes. And I was like, oh, don't remind me of how exciting and great that was. It really is a great time. Um, but that as he's about to do it, like Doom's like, hey. <laughs> oh, hey, Charles, are you calling everybody? Yeah. And, and he's like, like, yeah, man. He's like, yeah, I was about to talk to everyone. I'm not really surprised that you figured out how to, to, to jump in here. He's like, yeah, cool. No, whatever. Anyway, uh, Doom gives him a hard time about it. He's just like, your head is not fit for this type of crown, Charles. <laughs> you can't handle it. Yeah. Love that. I'm like, he's like, like he, he basically says it's one sovereign to another. Like, you're not, you're you're not, not ready, ready for this. Yeah. Like, but like, and just FYI, Leverry will be a no. <laughs> <laughs> We're out. We're not doing this. Um, and he does mention that he's like, this is going to be the, this will be your, your ruin, Charles. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? That's fair. Charles Chuck's in, he's a bad, right. he's in a bad place. Yeah. Um, but then it's like, we're reminded, like, don't forget doom has like mutants. Yes. He has his own X-Men. He has his own X-Men. I'm like, Oh, right. Um, and, and he, um, we see a little bit about their, their bringing, uh, the fact that there's like, there are five of them that we've seen. There are seven that he has. Mm. Two of them. He doesn't think are ready to serve. Okay. One he doesn't think will ever be, and one he's not sure about. But like we we don't know who they are. Names redacted. Mm, uh oh, that means that their names we know. Um, but uh, you know, there's like there's a pair of twins. There's you know, a, a, a one who he's like you know I could almost I could almost name her as an heir. Oh, she's so dedicated. Right. I'm I'm here for that. Right. And I'm like cool, cool. And he uh, prophesizes that it's like he's like at some point the uh like the mutants will be at such a low point low point that they will come for you to like liberate you mm. in order to like help them and like that's what that's this what book is yeah. right like wolverine and ms marvel and uh shadow cat show up at the door and they're like hey come on we're here to the, we need to all work together because yeah. there are so few of us right and it's just a big old fight and it's like a big old fight with doom like also being doom yeah like yeah just saying things and being like yeah as well blah. i'm like, better than you yeah yep we're all better than you and i i knew this would happen and, and and so on and so such um and that um that these are not just mutants they're latvarian subjects and they're all like yeah no we're we are yeah we're loyal to doom yeah, yeah we're all about latvaria like we love latvaria and they're like we're here to free you and ms marvel's like we're not here to fight and they're like but we are yeah but like, we are going like, to but we're definitely we are here to fight mm-hmm. um and we get to see a little bit of how doom kind of found each of these mutants ah. among his latvarian subjects uh so then you know we get like a little one page on each right or on a few of them so okay. that, that's kind of cool i, mm-hmm. I dig it um inevitably um they they yield right like they're like all right fine like we're just gonna leave you here if you like if you're that like tied to being in latveria tied to doom wolverine's like we're out and doom's like you can't leave until you've dined with doom (laughs) 
Okay. And so they have a big dinner. And I, I appreciate this too, because it gave me um, Ten of Swords vibes. Yep. You know, with Saturnine and, um, you know, just being with your enemy, but having to right, have to hold meal, court with them. Yes. Um, which, which I love. And um, they, uh, they have like this whole conversation where, um, Doom's like, I've, I've prepared a huge feast, including like halal options for, for, for Ms. Marvel. Yeah, yeah. Ms. Marvel's like, well, I did that. So yeah, that's pretty cool, but also scary anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, I appreciate this too. Cause I, I hadn't really thought about it, but like Wolverine like is digging in and shadow cats. Like, what are you doing? Right. Are you, you just going to eat them's food? Yeah. And he's he, like, he, I got the crap kicked out of me and healing takes a lot of calories. So <laughs> shut up. <laughs> The dude he's fighting, by the way, is like that was an awesome fight. We had right. a, it was that was good. I, I haven't had like I haven't, a good scrap like that in yeah, a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but um, essentially, they're like, you knew that like Krakoa was gonna fall, and he's like, how, like if you know, like how do you know what's coming? Like if you know what's coming, tell us what's happening next. And he's yeah. just like. That's a precious no. gift, and I'm ready to tell you what it is. Anyway, I'm going to take my leave now, and you better be gone by the dawn. Right. And so Doom leaves, and it's dope, right? And he just leaves his group with yep. their group, and they're just eating. But this is what I love, is that one of them is like, listen, like, since your enemies have declared that, like, our shared gene is a problem, I have a feeling that if an opportunity arose to take them off the board, the House of Doom would answer the call. Oh. And I was like... So it's like they got what they wanted. This is interesting, because Doom would never do this, but he can let them do it. Right. He's like, you know... Like, like, we'll, go, we'll do it off the books work. Because the fact is, like, our team realizes that they're like, Doom knows that if orcus shows up right we'll have to fight them yeah and he they doesn't know if he can win that fight mm -hmm. so he'd rather have other pieces on the table yeah. in order to you know help out with exactly. that right but i was like that's cool and like you know like logan's like okay cool like <laughs> cool i guess this is a win of some sort yeah they get back they're very excited to tell sink and talent about that and when they enter into their base there's just like blood right and it's we the don't know what happened. middle act of the ninja turtles movie yeah, They've like taken splinter. Dun dun dun. Oh no. Um, we will not find out what happens to Sink and Talon until X-Men number 30, but the, according to this, Which next is, next is the fall of House of X. So oh no. I'm like, oh no. Huh. So, you know, it, it was good. I liked it a lot. Like mm -hmm. the uh, Dr. Stasis note at the end where they're talking about um, like, hey, things are going great. We're gonna put Cyclops on trial, we're gonna definitely kill him, and mm -hmm. we're, we're working on that. It's gonna happen in Paris. Um okay. And then he's talking about it at the end, like, hey, like if you want to continue working with us after like this happens, like there should be there'll be like some like small positions available. And he starts naming some things. And the reason I bring this up is because there's one like element of it that I was like, oh, that's so scary. Um, and also very accurate to what would happen. Because he's like, we're going to need people to help clean up and also making sure that human carriers of the X gene comply with reproductive laws. Like they're oh, going to no. gonna control X breeding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Essentially. Well, like, human breeding. Like they're yeah. like, we're taking over the whole world. That's yeah, basically, like if you're a human, but you might carry an X gene that like Orcus will be in charge of like you having children. Or yes, not. yes. And I'm yes. like, that's great. Ooh. That's exactly what they would do. Ooh, yeah, yep. exactly. So uh, this is a great, great issue. Part of which, of course, is because Doom was in it and Doom was just being doom mm -hmm. you know can't help himself he was he was large and in charge and i love it yeah <laughs> oh well thank you very much for liking the hat i appreciate that <laughs> i like this hat too i love this crazy effect because this just is embroidered yeah but like the 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 shadow color that they picked for the, oh, yeah. for the crest is really well done so that it does have a really 
huge three-dimensional element to yeah. it, but it's not that We got that at this year's San Diego Comic-Con. You got that it's for a, me. Uh, it's a throwback to Superman 78. Yeah. Oh, is it on the side of that? There it is. <laughs> I can't see it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's next? I guess we could talk about Batman Santa Claus Silent yeah, Night that's my number last one, one from Jeff Parker and Michelle Heck yeah. Bandy. Heck yeah. Uh, this <laughs> was on our radar because it was an actual series. It wasn't just going to be a, like, you know, uh, DC likes to do these like kind of holiday themes. Yeah, like books. here's like a, an 80 pager with yes. like a bunch of like short comics in it, which oftentimes have some really great stuff in there. Mm-hmm um but no this one was like here's number one i'm like number one, number one. Oh all right God, cool, cool. an which, actual series which we said we were gonna read and, and sal like read it and he was like you, you yeah you'll want to read you're this. gonna want to read this and, and was i, was I like, right yes yeah yes now like we started this show by talking about something that we thought was silly right and kind of like you know poking fun out of it mm-hmm. is this silly 100 yeah is this kind of silly i'm looking for you better 100%. believe it yeah like <laughs> i was reading this i was like this is so ridiculous yes but like i'm in i'm here for it yeah um so yeah you want, you want to chat a little yeah. bit about it uh but yeah so okay uh the concept is you know uh gotham is invaded by a evil threat that resembles a man bat but is actually a kind of like alternate vampire bat monster yeah they're draug draug thank you they all have names i don't know their names because they're from myth and legend tiffany will do that for me but uh uh, Batman and Damien spring into action because, of course, Batman's kind of on the outs of the Bat family, but that doesn't really matter. Forget it. Don't worry about it. It's supposed to be read in a vacuum. Thank God. And uh, Damien has a lot of quips and jabs in this, which I'm not really a big fan of, but whatever. I don't care. I, like, I thought this made Damien more endearing. It did, but it I'm like that. more childlike. Yeah, but that makes me go like, I don't know if that's even Damien, but like, I whatever. care. doesn't matter. But uh, so Batman and Damien spring into action. They go investigate. Um, and, uh, and of course, they end up fighting the monster. Well, uh, they, but, first they ha- call in Zatanna. Yes, they call in Zatanna. Well, Batman says he calls in some some help, and I'm yeah, like... an expert. An expert, and that's Zatanna. Zatanna pops in uh, as Via she's wanted to do. Yeah, which is delightful. Yes. And, uh, and then we find out that there was another... Uh, expert well he, batman didn't call him he in. did not but he knows him personally yeah that but that's as as they are attacked by the the the, the, the drauger um, drauger yeah uh, or the draug drauger or something else but draug um and and there you know zatanna and batman and damien are all trying to fight them off mm-hmm. um oh yeah that's right he gets impaled one of them does one yes of the Draug gets impaled and uh, they all look up to one of the rooftops mm-hmm. and up sitting upon a reindeer <laughs> Santa. It's Santa Claus. Uh, and uh, <laughs> Santa Claus. Big, uh, um, whatchamacallit? Um, crossbow. Yes. <laughs> yes, naturally. Uh, he uh, And so Santa's a badass. And uh, he's also like, it's, it's a myth, kind of, it's a mythic Santa concept. He's, if you, you ever read Claus? Klaus? Klaus, it's that. Uh, it is that. But not, it's not that. It's not that. It's, very, it's, it's 25% because, more distinct from Klaus. Well, no, because I think, and I have to go back and reread it. But I think he's meant to be a lesser of the Norse god. Yes. Because like he gets left behind mm-hmm. uh, for going back across the, the threshold or whatever. Well, like the the, the rainbow bridge. The you know what I mean? Bridge, like yes. he doesn't make it as it's destroyed or gone or whatever, and he gets stuck here. Yes. Right. So I assume we're indicating that he was a lesser like a like a de- like, like a, a like, he was he was like, like a demigod no or just like one of the lesser known ones you know mm-hmm. what i mean like he was a carpenter of some sort right, right? Yes. and i was like oh okay cool klaus is like he's a dude yeah klaus, right yeah. like it's a little different that's true um but i do get klaus vibes and so if you did like klaus you probably and you like we're like i kind of like that would you yeah. want to see batman in there <laughs> then, then, then there's <laughs> a book for you, book for you. <laughs> well especially because like you know the covers are done by dan mora which who, is like true klaus so I'm you're like, like oh my wow okay by the way i should point out that uh um 
the artist on the first issue, uh, Michelle Bandy, uh, did a great job. Yeah. It's a, it's a fun looking book. Although the next issue I think is drawn by Trevor Harrison. So, uh, well, no, but and Michelle, Michelle Bandy. Bandy. So yeah, like, we're going to, we're going to mix it up. Maybe but, it's a little past future. Oh, kind yeah, of like a flashback or like past present. Exactly. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, Batman and Santa, uh, begrudgingly team up, uh, Batman. It, and they acknowledge the fact that they have teamed up in the past, which I love yep. because a bunch of the bat family is like, okay, so, so wait, that, that was, you knew Santa personally. And, or like that was real. Right. I or, thought you were just, yeah. Dick Grayson is the one who's, who points it out he's like yeah batman says that he teamed about santa but i thought he was just saying that like yeah. to make santa seem cooler or to make me believe yeah. in him and stuff but Ad- uh, additionally whenever santa meets someone he says he's like oh hello this person and then gives their address <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right that's exactly what happened. which i freaking love i love that so so much yeah it's just like you know you know hello dick grayson Anderson. of 10102 and he's like ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but also he even he 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 says that he's he hasn't like actually had to be Santa in years. He's like I don't have to take care like of I don't that. have to do like they're like isn't it Christmas Eve? Aren't you gonna be busy? And he's like I don't do that anymore. Yeah, yeah, but we also like introduced like the seeming villain. I I'm like oh uh, yes it, yes is the, it this or it, is it not? I don't know. Right? But, is like, it a is it a double? Is it a fake out? That like in the past like um Santa was part of the Wild Hunt. Yes, and so to to come and help people by like getting rid of like you know demons and and evil spirits and one of them he ended up like tracking down was the krampus and the krampus he was like oh i'm not gonna kill him because actually he's just scaring kids you know he's yeah he's actually not that malevolent yeah he's not doing much of that but in this like the krampus is back yeah and he wants revenge and so well he's like no he's like you know you should have killed me when you had the chance i'm like okay well well, we got dark here yeah um and that like you know santa should have killed all the drug but he didn't he just sealed them away he's like so i let them go and he's like i'm gonna i'm gonna take the holiday we created i'm gonna make it all about me yes the krampus ho 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 I'm like, I am so in. Right, I, I'm really on board. This for is this. so silly, mm-hmm. but I'm so in. This is exactly the kind of thing that I'm like, take my money. Yeah, take all of my money. I will. I will. I would like to pre-order all of these, mm-hmm. and I want the the trade of it. Yep. And yeah, yeah. Issue two comes out tomorrow, uh, and then issue three, the nineteenth, and issue four uh, on the twenty sixth. So you'll enjoy I, the like. Legitimately, cannot wait. Yeah. <laughs> great it's a fun series it's totally worth checking out uh superman on the cover is alive but whatever and uh yeah well, for now who knows yeah but on the cover for issues two three and four <laughs> yeah, yeah. but yeah uh fun book uh unexpectedly fun and, i guess and what it is is he's reading the story of what batman is doing but it's, he's actually reading like an old like 1940s <laughs> batman comic book to a kid but yeah in any case it's a fun book it's worth checking out i really enjoyed it yeah uh we also read batman 140 no we did not i read batman 140 from <laughs> chips at and jorge jimenez uh this continues the uh seems to be winding down the huge saga that started with chip's uh first arc uh mm. with failsafe uh this of course is uh, building towards a dramatic climactic fight between batman and a joker slash uh the zuranars of the multiverse mm. yes there's a lot going on in this series and uh yes chip is doing a pretty good job of like tying it all together in the previous story you know batman's chasing uh joker through the multiverse and he ends up infecting every other batman he runs into with zuranar so then they all have zuranars and then they all get together and they jump into batman's mind and then they try and trap him and keep him from being able to take over his own body so the batman of zuranar earth prime tries to kill joker of course we know that uh, the joker is one of three because about like uh, 25 years ago jeff johns wrote a story in which they implied that there was uh, three jokers and then uh nothing ever came of it there was never another story whatsoever about three jokers again or at least that's what the main continuity wants you to believe because they're really funny about that uh 
I think we did we talk about that the fact that like in every reference to the three jokers mm-hmm. in Zadarsky's run mm. they refer to in an editor's note the time in the Justice League book in in Dark Side War that they referenced the three jokers but not the book three jokers and that Batman never solved the crim- like the 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 mystery oh. so it looks like what they're doing through the Zadarsky run is they are saying that three jokers is out of continuity and it's a black label book that didn't happen. And that actually there are three jokers and Zadarsky is going to tell you who they are. And so in the story, Batman seems to dispatch with one of them. And that Joker seems to be the one from like killing joke and stuff like that. I guess it's that way they have like DC will have more control. Yeah, probably. Or the fact, I think it's just the fact that three jokers just wasn't the phenomenon they were hoping for. And so they're like, well, we can, uh, I I don't know. Uh, The, the, the book is well-written and of course the art is spectacular. I, it's, it's poorly balanced between the present or the, the reality of Batman as they're in our fighting Joker Mm -hmm. and then seemingly baning him or killing him. Mm -hmm. It's lost on me. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know definitively whether this Batman, ha- the Zoranar has killed Joker or not. Um, but we also uh, have the fun of, like, Michael Keaton Batman of Zoranar fighting Batman Prime. You know, uh, Kevin Conroy Batman of Zoranar fighting Batman. Mm. Uh, and, of course, Dark Knight Returns, Frank Miller Batman fighting Batman um, in his mind. Okay. Um, all that to say that it all wraps up with... Uh, the Zoranar personality jumping into the failsafe body so I, that Batman can punch Zoranar. I, got, Zoranar I gotta tell you, maybe if I read this, because I read a little bit of it at the beginning and then I kind of fell right off of this bandwagon. Um, I'm just so tired of hearing of Zoranar. Yeah, no, I think that the audience at large is kind of sick of it, or at the very least, the audience that cares about podcasts and listens to this kind of show mm-hmm. uh, is really sick of Zoranar, or at the very least, I couldn't care less. Like, I don't know anybody who's like, dude, these Zoranars are doing great. Like, I'm loving... Right. Like, I, it's the, just how I feel right now. I'm just like, okay. The big moment at the end of like the multiverse story where it was like the big reveal that was like Batman infected all the other Batman with Zuranar. That is supposed to be like a huge mic drop moment. And I feel like maybe six or seven years ago, it might've been, but in today's world of like sure. Gotham collapsed 14 times under James time, the fourth watch. Like I don't really care. Right. Like, I'm and just like, kind of fatigued. And again, we're like leaning right into the Joker. I'm like, okay. I know once he fought the Joker again, I was like, Oh my God. Okay. It's Joker. And like, I appreciate it. And I want Zdarsky <laughs> to have his Joker. Cause everybody gets a Joker story. Right. You know, and like, I think Snyder did a great couple of Joker stories. I think that uh, James Town of the Fourth had one, too. But at this point, uh, wouldn't but, you want to write like uh, Elseworlds or Black Label right. Joker story at this point? Well, because, because Jeff Lemire keeps doing it, you know, and I don't I don't want to step well, on his toes. Well, you can Batman. Trust me, there's plenty of room. There's plenty of room. It just feels like something like that that's out of continuity might have more staying power. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. It's just, it's not, it, it's, it's fun. And I think that this is a step in the right direction versus mm. what we had in the previous arc, but um, it's not hitting like I think they expected. Um, but I don't know. I don't know what the sales are like. Uh, there is also, as Kem Dog re- reminds us, there's a backup uh, about Vandal Savage having moved into Wayne Manor and uh, he's going to help take over Gotham or some nonsense. I think they're going to like become mayor or something like that. It's just like, who cares? Like as much as I couldn't care less about like Batman fighting the Joker for the unseenth time or like 17 Zuranars all punching Batman, Vandal Savage doing anything is on my list of like, who gives a shit? Okay. And uh, Vandal Savage, like delaying Bruce moving into the, into Wayne Manor is even higher on my list of who gives a shit. But you can see, like, I feel like I, I feel like you can kind of like trace what Chip's doing at this point. And I see the strings and it's 
fine. Like, mm-hmm. I, 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 not, not the strings. The strings implies that he's being puppeted, which he is not. Like, I feel like this is very much like a, a chip focused book. Mm-hmm. This feels like I can see where he's going with this. And it feels like a very like Herculean effort to put the toys back in the box. This mm-hmm. very much feels like the kind of book where Chip is like, I am going to give you exactly what you asked for. Here is an epic Joker story. Here is a fun exploration of the Zuranar. The story where Batman and Zuranar fights Joker for the first time and the backups is so so beautifully drawn and so well executed right. that it's like, that's the book. More so than any of the other things we saw. Right, 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 right. Like Red Mask and whatnot. I was like, this is cool. So yeah, you know, it's just like, oh, okay. It, I wish it were more exciting, but maybe based on the sales, it, they don't need my like concern. Okay. Right, right, right. And I get you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, uh, you know, I liked it, but I also recognize that it's like, oh, like I get it. <laughs> yeah. I get anybody who's like, I'm not reading it. I'm too fatigued. I'm like, I'm not going to tell you, you shaft. Exactly. You have to. I get you. But yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway. All right. Well, before we go into recommends, I, know, I don't know if you have any more. Uh, Super, Super Chats? I have many more. But I also wanted to say, do you have a favorite book of the week? What's your number one book of the week? Yeah, book of the week. Uh, that's a great question. I, and I know what mine is. You do? Yeah. Yeah, I think I do know what it, mine it, is too. It's Batman and Santa. <laughs> oh yeah, the Batman Santa book. That's, that's great. That, that's my number one book of the week. I just, you know what it is? I think it's just, I'm in a holiday mindset mm-hmm. and it was just the right kind of joy. Yeah. It was like, I just, it was just fun. I just had a good time. Also, I mean, like, come on, it's mythology. We've got magic. We've got Santa. We've got Batman. Yeah. It, it was, I was like, you checked all the boxes for me for this time of year. Right. I liked it. Uh, I, but I still say birds of prey is Fair. my book. Of I movie. didn't read birds of prey. I think so maybe I would have, I think it's excellent. I think it's, uh, you know, an undisputed, uh, modern, not a modern classic, but it is, it could easily become that. Sure. And I think that, uh, it's the, it's a sleeper book that people need to be aware. of. I like that a lot. Um, but yeah, uh, continuing on. Um, is it that one? It's this one. Okay. Uh, Lenny that. Laserdiscs <laughs> says, I wish Gang War was in the style of West Side Story with Marvel characters. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, Buster Brown uh, says, thanks for working hard and making great content. Are either of you reaching reading Beneath the Trees that no one sees? Issue two is out this week. It's bloody beautiful. I bloody read, and beautiful. I read the first issue. I'm going to try to pick up the second issue yes. uh, as well. Um, but yeah, it's like, you know, Dexter meets Richard Scary. I mean, right. they, they, I'm not coming up with that. They came up with that because you came up with that. And then also they came up. No, with they that. came up with the first. Oh, did no, they? they did. 100%. I thought you said that. And then they, and then you saw that, that they wrote that. I said that, but I didn't know that they had already. That's what I'm saying. So, but, they, I, but they still came up with it. Before yeah, great I minds. <laughs> uh, Cosmo says, uh, started no man's land as per sales recommendation last week. And it's amazing so far. Really appreciate it as a new reader. Appreciate y'all. Thank you very much, Cosmo. I'm glad you're digging it. I should mention, uh, it does uh, go off the rails. So be careful. But, uh, you know, if there's parts where you're like, I don't really need that. Do I need to read this? Probably not. If it's Penguin, you don't have to read it. <laughs> uh, sick says, uh, just finished my first year living in another country away from my family. Oh. Well, congratulations on that. Uh, Comic Pop has been a source of comfort. Thank you for the laughs, the knowledge and keeping me plugged into comics. No Happy problem. to do it sick and uh, good luck on your journey. Thank you very much. Yeah, Absolutely. That's incredible. Yeah. Lenny Laserdiscs, by the way, I'm not sure if you did this earlier in the stream, but do not forget the book <laughs> of the week. Thank you very much. Hey. Linus. Lenny, we have not. Uh, Nitralizer says, longtime fan. My nephews recently got into the Walking Dead books. Do you have any re- suggestions for other horror books I could get him? Well, when I, you said nephew, I was like, oh, no. Like, do I need junior horror? But he's reading Walking Dead, so he's clearly advanced. Or at the very least, well, uh, allowed to read adult-oriented books. Yeah, because I mean, like, I want to go, like, something is killing the children, but yeah. that might be too advanced. I don't yeah. know. Or Nice House on the Lake. That's what I, That might be too wordy. It is a little wordy, like, yeah. No, if it's Walking Dead, they like. Yeah. Which is much more, like, it's it's more of a, like, comic book cartoony style, but also has yeah. elements of realistic grit and horror. 
It's also much more like ramped up. Honestly, like if you like walk, if he likes Walking Dead, he'll probably love Invincible. And it's not that a horror, horror book, but it gets horror oriented, you and could, I think it's worth grabbing. You could try for. Baby Teeth. Baby Teeth is a great series. Um, Daddy Kane, yeah, I'm trying. I'm like trying to like do a cross section here, and I'm, I'm really struggling because a lot of stuff I read is like, mm-hmm. it's like Junji Ito. You know, he might enjoy <laughs> Nailbiter. Ooh, Nailbiter, that's a good one. Yeah, pick up Joshua one. Williamson's Nailbiter. Oh, I, 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 every time like someone's like, "Do you have a horror book?" and I'm like, my brain's like, "You don't know any horror books." I've never you, heard of a single horror book. And you've never read any of them. I'm not known for liking horror at all. Nope, that's like just my brain. Yeah. There it is. Nope. Sagoma, uh, get those cookies, Sal. I'm trying. Uh, and comic lover, uh, don't want to ruin the mood, but your channels helped me through some bad times. It means a lot to me, and got me into comics. Thanks for everything. Well, thank you, comic lover. See, clearly it has affected you in some way because you love yes. comics. Uh, but thank you so much for thank sharing that and much. allowing us to help in any way we can. Absolutely. Uh, I should point out that uh, we do have recommendations. But before I do that, I wanted to really quickly talk about this one thing that's also on the Internet that was a thing. Um, this is uh, John Cassidy's art. As you know it. Uh, John Cassidy. Classic X-Men artist. Uh, did... Astonishing X-Men, one of my favorite X-Men runs of all time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and recently, uh, there's been some discussion about his X-Force variant cover. And um, there's a lot of talk about it. Uh, and, and there's some wonder, some people wondering, like, what happened? And I wanted to share it with you, Tiffany, because... I, I, I don't know what happened, and I was wondering if you might be able to shed some light on this. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. Hang on. I'm pulling it together here. Um, right. No, let's can, let's can, look can a little I get closer. A little, can I? Okay. Can I? Can I? <laughs> I feel like you're not, you're not really looking at it. So can I? Really can I get a little this. background? Because I don't know John uh, Cassidy all that well. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I get a little background? Uh, yeah. What, uh, what? How old is this person? Oh, that's a good question. Actually, uh, I, I have no idea. I really, Actually, it's uh, like something I definitely need to know here right? Um, before we talk about anything. Yeah, but John Cassidy, you know him from uh, Uncanny Avengers, from Astonishing X-Men, sure, from sure. Planetary. Sure. Um, yeah, I, I don't know how old he is. Oh, he also drew one of my favorite like looking Captain Americas. I believe he designed my favorite suit for Captain America. Um, but yeah, I don't know how old he is. Because um, here's the thing. I, it's an unfortunate thing, um, but as like especially right like artists, when as they get older, um, writers less so. He's between fifty one and fifty two. Okay, um, a lot of times. Um, Astonishing X Men was twenty years ago. To be fair, yeah, yeah that's true. A that's lot, true. Of, you know, a lot of times as people get older, you know, if you have any sort of like health issues or um, you know injuries or anything like that, it can completely change. Oh yeah. Oh no, I've heard many a story about artists who you, have completely how you like do art. Um, artists like. It requires um, you to have control over your body. It requires you mm-hmm. to have um, you know, hand-eye coordination. You talk about like, you think about athletes. How short is an athlete's career? Right. Right. Um, athletes don't tend to go for super long. It, it could be that maybe uh, there's a health yeah. issue that we're not aware of. It so could be I, health. It could have been time. It, it could just have could have been. been like, it, I it, mean, it's a variant cover. It's not a. It's it not a could major be, cover. Uh, maybe different medium. I I don't know. Yeah. Uh, maybe he was mixed media. It could be he was just trying out a different thing. Maybe he was. Maybe he's mostly pencils and decided to play with uh, digitals. No, 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 we don't know. I I don't know. Um. I think the the long and short of that is that is not terribly good. Yeah, and, it's, it's something I might have like not released. And I don't want. Yeah. That would have been that, but like I feel like it's not even maybe Cassidy's fault. 
Like obviously, like it, 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 um, he drew, but like I think it's more like when editorial got that cover back, they should have said, you know what, John, thank you. I mean, but we, like we can't use. We this. literally we were at um, New York Comic Con and we saw Aaron Campbell's table where he had that cover from Teen Mutant Ninja Turtles um, Stranger, Stranger Things. Things crossover, and Ugh. he was like, he's like, I did a variant cover for it, and they just they didn't they just release didn't it. use they it. They didn't use it. He didn't even know until he saw the right. book come so, out. Like, and they we, didn't have it. We know that that's a thing that. They right, they do. choose not to I use covers. I believe you covers. still get paid for it. Right, like you still get the money for it. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I I I don't know enough about that, and I don't want to just like. Yeah, you don't want to just I, throw I one to the I bus. I don't want to. I don't want to add my voice to like something that we can all obviously tell that that's not the same. His best work. Yeah, it's not his best work. Is not uh, the same quality. Um, I would hope that, you know, were I to you know, do something that was my best that people would be kind to me as well. Yes. Um, but, you know, professionally speaking, I, I feel like Marvel should have really considered what they were doing yeah. with that and not maybe putting uh, an artist uh, in that type of position mm -hmm. um, to, to, unless he was just like, no, this is fine. This is what I want to do. Right. Like, like if I, he's like, this is exactly what I, I want. So don't have enough information about this to really like, yeah. To talk about this thoughtfully. Mm -hmm. Um, but admittedly, that that looks that looks like something happened. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it it doesn't it doesn't look like we have the full story. Yes, is what that suggests to me. Yes, but uh, and I mean, like everybody, you know, it, it it's it's funny when you're in a like, um, if you were to go to a, a museum in public, um, you know, there'll be things where you don't like, but you're not shouting as loudly as possible. No, it's true. About, you're not like, creating a Reddit thread where you're just like piling on it. Yeah, it's just it's just a different situation. You know, you can you can go to like a, a museum. Um, or a gallery and, and look at a piece of art and go like, you know, that's not for me or I really don't mm -hmm. like that. Um, and have a, a discourse about it. Yeah. If you're in a, in a space with like, that's uh, that welcomes that kind of conversation. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, but it's, it's the internet. It's different. It's in a vacuum. You don't know the history behind this. A lot of times, especially you're in your new museum, you're looking at art that has existed for, for quite a long time. And we know a lot about yeah. the artists and the situation upon which it was created. Uh, I, I just don't know. I don't know. That's, that's, it's unfortunate. Right, it is. Uh, Rami Darwish, uh, someone updated Wikipedia with this picture, which is frustrating. Gladly it was removed. I'm glad Ooh. they changed that. Because that's the other thing, is that John Cassidy's drawn so much amazing work over the years that like it's frustrating to see like his work, like not, not, or let's say his not his best foot forward yeah. representing the artist. Like That's not fair. You know, yeah. no, We don't do the same thing to Frank Miller. You know, because like we can argue Frank Miller's best work it has not been at the fore yeah. on ver on the variant cover scene mm -hmm. for a while. And yet people still hail like Dark Knight Returns and 300 as some of his best work. It's not fair. Yeah. Uh, no, but yeah, it's true. Uh, let's recommend some comics that come out this week that we think you should check out. Uh, Quick Stops Volume 2 Number 1 is coming out from Kevin Smith and Ahmed Rafat. I'm going to check this out. We'll see how it goes. Uh, I would love to. Talk more about it, but we'll see how it goes. Uh, the Ultimates number four from Tim Seeley and Jordan Blum with uh, or Bloom with Pat Oswalt and uh, Christopher Mitten and Tess Fowler is uh, continuing. I believe this is the last issue of the series, and I've been enjoying it ever since. Okay. So check that out as well. Waller vs. Wildstorm number four is a book that I would like to read. It is the final issue in the Waller vs. Wildstorm Storm series oh, from Black Label. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, I really, uh, I, I'm just fascinated by the by, by this book's existence. David Pepos's Punisher number two is coming out. We're going to see where this 
where this book goes and what's going on with uh, with this new Punisher with okay. his ridiculous name and his yeah, uh, reluctant yeah, yeah. origin. Uh, and of course, Captain America number four from J. Michael Straczynski, creator of Babylon 5, uh, will be coming out as well. Uh, we're also getting Batman City of Madness, which is a book that reminded me I needed to read the first issue because I still haven't from Christy <laughs> Ward. Okay. Derp. And uh, we'll, 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 we'll go from there. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, I wanted to give like really quickly. I was like, I have to remember books for like for horror stuff. Um, yes. Just going back. Really oh quickly. yes, going back uh, to horror books. Uh, Little monsters. Little monsters. Uh, also, if they're like, if you're into zombies, what about deceased? Oh yeah, deceased. That's a good one. Yeah, he would it, he would enjoy that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's it's just right it's hopeful, there. Good. It's just right there. Yeah. Um, I mean, I didn't read it, but I've heard really great I things about it. stray dogs. Um, and also I did check out Silver Coin, so it's more anthology stuff. There's so many books out there. It's really I need a I need a, a another like what else do they like? Yes, yes. Um, but yeah. Anyway, uh, so for, what are some things that I am um going to be suggesting uh for this upcoming week? Dark X Men number five uh, is coming out. Steve Fox. Uh, this is the um uh Goblin Queen Madeline Pryor versus other Madeline Pryor book. Oh yeah, I like this book. Uh, Moon Knight number thirty is Moon Knight dead. Let's find out, everyone. Let, let, let's go on this Final uh, journey issue. together. Uh, Jed McKay, uh, we're finishing it up. I have read an entire run of Moon Knight. Of Moon Knight, I read thirty issues. I will have read thirty issues of Moon Knight. Hopefully, we'll be getting something more. Uh, this one will be uh, a forty-page uh, book, so mm-hmm. it's gonna be a little extra uh, in price, but definitely worth it. Um, this has been a good run. I don't know if we're going to see something more from him. I mean, when McKay ended with Strange and we got... You know, I bet we get a Leo, series called Death of the Moon Knight and then a Listen, Moon Knight I don't too. care. I'm just saying, like, I enjoyed this. Yeah. And you did. That's it. I don't usually read the previous. I just like... I no, 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 no. Yeah. Uh, X-Men Red number 18. Freaking L. Ewan, man. Just writing this fantastic book. I, I love this. Yes. Freaking Genesis, Apocalypse, Storm. I just, just, man, just storm man it's so great uh shout out to phantom road i gotta catch up on this book uh jeff uh lemire uh, gabriel uh walter just oh yeah so good looking uh again another horror book uh batman santa claus silent night number two you know i'll be reading this yep jeff parker uh talking about that uh, uh over on at idw i've been waiting for this one for a while i while. feel like um but dark spaces dungeon number two coming out scott snyder uh hayden sherman Yes, I like this book a lot. I know it's not supernaturally based. I just, I really do no, like but it's it, it's horror based. It's scary. Yeah. Um, and I also just wanted to give a quick shout out that uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch holiday special is also coming out. Uh, oh. Kelly Thompson writing this. If you're just like uh, randomly, I'm like, oh yeah, remember Sabrina? <laughs> Freaking yes, yes. Right? I like that a lot. I also thought that someone mentioned that the yes, the Danger Street is ending, but uh, I didn't see it on the on the docket. Well, it's here. Oh, there you go. Yeah, Danger Street's wrapping up. And now I can finally read it. And at long last, Sal can finally read it. It's never going to load for you to be able to talk no, about it. No, I don't worry it, about that. But that's okay. No, I thought someone mentioned that the, um, whatchamacallit, the DC. Oh, yes, the uh, Gavin Guidry mentioned yeah. the DC holiday special. I can't out. find it. Yeah, I didn't but see it. But, I, that doesn't mean it's not coming out. I'm sure it has a ridiculous name. As yeah, that's usually do. what it is, and I can't, I can't like identify it. But yeah. if you like those, be on the lookout either this week or next week for that. If you like the like anthologies where it's like a bunch of short stories um, that DC puts out, because it's, it's good stuff. Good stuff. And uh, there are there's rumor that X Men Red ends with this issue. By the way, that would make sense. <laughs> it really would. Oh well, if you like, uh, <gasps> yeah. If you like Gavin's art, you should check it out. He's doing a Superman story in that holiday special. Yeah, I, so I do out. like those holiday specials. I love checking out like just the little mini stories um, they that they have. And uh, yeah, yeah. Good, good stuff. Yeah. I can't find it. Nope. I can't find it, but that doesn't mean it isn't nice. I just means I can't find it. Exactly. <laughs> I'm but, sorry. 
uh yeah we want to thank you so much for hanging out with us thanks to our super chatters for sponsoring today's shows thanks for the chat for keeping it cool and of course uh thank you for watching we'll see you guys next week with another episode of off the rack and of course make sure to, so, to like the video subscribe to our channel and check out tiffany on twitch.tv slash comic or youtube.com slash at comic plays all links are in the description below we'll see you guys next time with another episode i'm sal and i'm tiffany so long everybody bye-bye bye